Hello, you lovely people out there. This is Graham Cove with the first My Music of this week. Not that you would know that if you're listening to this on Spotify, because you've probably just chosen it at random, like everything else that you probably listen to. Uh, but hope you're having a great week, wherever you are and however you are partaking in this. In a minute, I'm going to be speaking to the wonderful Darla J. But first, let's watch this video. Uh, it's pink, like the surroundings of my border. Darla, where are you coming from today? Hi, so I'm currently in Essex. Um, yeah, I basically, I'm halfway, sometimes I'm in Stoke, which is where my hometown is. And then wow. I live in Essex during the week for like songwriting. And then I go back to Stoke at the weekends. That's so yeah, it's trek. all over. It is a bit of a trek, but I do it every week. It's a, it's a grind now. <laughs> we do it every week. So How do you do it? How do you get from Stoke to, to Essex and back again? Is it car? So it depends. So sometimes oh. I'll do train, but then obviously if there's train strikes or if there's like problems no. with trains, then I'll get the, I, I just drive. Um, but so this week I came, well, I came back last night and because we were playing Made of Ale today in the mo this morning. So that was really, really fun. So we drove down. We drove down last night and we got home at like half past 12, like last night. Um, so yeah. And then we slept and then got up early this morning for Made of Ale. But yeah. Definitely got to talk about Maida Vale, the, the yeah. tunnels of Maida Vale in a minute. Um, but first, yeah, that, that whole journey, have you, have you, you know, ever been tempted to write a, a song about it, seeing as you do it on such a regular basis? Um, so basically the past couple of songs, well, Buy More Time has a little bit of me talking about that. So there's a lot of like, so this track starts with 90 down the motorway. I mean, I don't actually speed. I do stick to the speed limits, but for the purpose of the song, but like there's a lot of like references to driving. Um, I've got the next song that's coming out. Um, that kind of has like hints of that. And then I've got a song called Backseat Driver, which again, like there's a lot of like travel aspects in my songs that have been creeping in the past year. So I think that obviously is a big part. Travel is a massive part of my life at the moment so it kind of obviously it would seep into my music it would make sense yeah when you do it on a regular basis people anyone out there that doesn't travel at all as part of their job or or you know part of their lifestyle it, when you do it on a regular basis there's certain things that kind of creep into your head on the mm -hmm. you know you, you kind of people spot and you kind of you see certain things and there's certain frustrations as well like being yeah. stuck somewhere that's always one of the big frustrations isn't it when you get stuck somewhere and you can't go anywhere and it's not your fault someone's <laughs> had an accident or whatever um i've said it before on here i always wanted to write a song about service stations because i find them fascinating mm -hmm. you know these places where like people that wouldn't necessarily ever talk to each other or meet or whatever suddenly inhabit the same space they're quite yeah amazing, it's, it? it is weird especially there's been times as well when you've like bumped into people that you know at the service station and i'm like oh ha, what <laughs> yeah 
Uh, why are you here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's the best. Um, I've been stuck. Have you ever been? Have you ever been stuck at a service station? Um, not. I wouldn't say at a service station, but obviously, like stuck in traffic or like that kind of thing. But not really at a service station. Obviously, at the airport, that's another kind of oh. frustration, isn't it? When you get stuck at the airport or yeah. or at a train station, that's happened a few times for me. But not at a service station. I've never been stuck at a service station. Oh, you see, you've got all of these things still to come. I know, it's still to come. I used to do about 80,000 miles a year and and then use planes, trains, automobiles, everything as well. I think one of the one of the weirdest places that I got stuck was on the underground. Oh, In, okay, that's happened to me before. Has it? Yeah, Did that's not nice. Did you have to walk nice. out? Did you actually? Oh, no. That, 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 we haven't gone that far. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they sent the police. Everyone had to make a line along, oh, the, along the tunnels, and we were all guided out by torch along the lines. Oh, wow, that must have been horrible. Horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Oh. It, and it kind of reminds me, really, because that kind of that, those tunnels, that kind of you know, uh, you know, underground and whatever, it kind of reminds me of Made of Vale. Uh, so, what was that like? <laughs> I mean, it was so good. I mean, I wouldn't really say there's a load of tunnels. Well, we didn't really go through like tunnels well, and things. You didn't, you didn't find those, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't find them. <laughs> um, but we were in um, the it's like MV3, so Made of Vale Three Studio Three. Um, and it was like when we went in there, it was like so big. I was like, I was not expecting it to be so huge because um, you kind of walk through like quite narrow corridors and then yeah. you get into the spaces and you're just like, wow, this is a lot bigger than I imagined it to be. Um, and the person that was running our session, he was like, yeah, like David Bowie's been in here. Um, Bing Crosby has been in here. To be fair, that was the place where he did his last song was in the room that we were in. And it was just like so surreal. I was like, oh, my goodness, how on earth am I going to sing these songs when it's in just it's like an amazing space? But I was very, very grateful to have been given the opportunity. Yeah, that's brilliant. How did that all come about? Um, so it's through BBC Introducing. So I'm not sure when it's going to get aired or anything. Um, but yeah, it was a very, very cool experience to be a part of. Was it? Did you have any kind of audience there? Was there any anybody watching? Or was no, it, no. Yeah, so it's just like a live a live session. So um, once I find out the dates of when it'll get released, I'll be announcing it on socials. Um, but yeah, it was just me and my drummer. Um, it was, it was just amazing though it was a really really good experience is it, is it given you that has, has that been one of those experiences that's now given you inspiration to go i want to go back there when they when you know yeah play it when we do have a little audience there and it is bigger and there's ah oh, you know all of yeah, those sort of things i really do hope that we can like play there again one day yeah that'd be really good what about um I, I love all all of those kind of BBC type experiences. A live lounge as well. That's, yeah, that's, that's there as well, isn't it? Well, there absolutely. was some like there was like a live lounge glass um, that they because yes. because I'd um, obviously my drummer was there, so they had all of these like um, things around him so that the noise wasn't like kind of ruining in, into the mic as well. Um, so I was kind of boarded in my own little section. He was kind of boarded in his own little section and they were using like some of the boards from the live lounge. And I was like, oh my gosh, like people did you have get like photos? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah Got to well get the done. photos. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Look, we're on the live lounge. Not really, but yeah. we might have been. You know, we might be. <laughs> One day, <Who> hopefully. <laughs> so if you were on the live lounge, there's a question for you. What what would you cover? What would be your cover song? Oh, see, it's quite difficult because I know that they always tend to have like, 
I'm sure they have like a list that they have to pick for like pick through. Mm. Like so it kind of has to be like relevant at the time. But if I could do anything, I mean I love um running up that hill by Kate Bush. I think that's that would be a really, really cool one. Um I don't I think you'd get away with that, wouldn't you? I mean, that's still I mean it's know, relevant now, like as in I mean exactly, yeah. it's been kind of revived, hasn't it? This that song. Exactly, exactly. The whole Stranger Things, um, you know, has brought that back again. And yeah. there, there's still people pushing out covers of that right now. Yeah, right that's minute. true. So I think, yeah, yeah, I think you'd get away get with away that. Get away with it. <laughs> yeah. So when, when did writing start for you? When did when did this whole music thing? Um. So I kind of fell into writing a little bit later than most people would. Um. So I... So I finished college and I did musical theatre at college. So I've I've always been quite musical in terms of like I loved singing, like and I loved performing and that kind of aspect. So since I was little, I was I was doing that. Um, but like there was no one really in my family that did that. And um, my mum used to do dancing, but like other than that, like musical kind of music and that kind of thing, there was no one else in my family that did it. Um, but my mum did teach me my very first song when I was like younger. So that was Eternal Flame by the Bangles. Um, no, yeah, it's the Bangles. Um, but yeah, so since then, I've just been like doing musical theatre, doing all of that kind of thing. And then I think it was, so when I was about 15, I started doing like cover gigs all over the country. And then by the time I'd got to about 18, I was a bit like, oh, I really would love to write my own thing. Um, I, could, I was always like interested in doing like melodies and stuff. Um, so it kind of got to a point where I picked up the ukulele, started playing the ukulele and tried to like figure out how to write music. Um, and then, yeah, then basically went to a songwriting camp and that was then when I realized like, okay, this is the amount of work I need to put in. This is definitely what I do want to do. I just need to put the amount of dedication and the work in to be able to do it. And then since then that would have been, what year did I do the? the camp I think that would have been about 2019 no 2000 2018 I did the camp and it was it was in Thailand as well so that was an amazing opportunity um and then since then I've just been going at it since really what instruments do you play because I you know I noticed on one of your uh reels that you you know you're strumming the guitar there so yeah what yeah what um, what, what, what do you what would you claim yourself to be fairly proficient in I mean, I'm not really a proficient in most of the things, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I've only just started learning guitar because I used to play the ukulele and I was like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. And also, I think it's very, very difficult to get a lot of different kind of songs on the ukulele because it sounds too happy and I don't really write happy songs. So I'm like, hey, let's not do that. Um, and then I it's only recently I've, that I've picked up the guitar. I think it, I want to say it was April I bought a guitar. So I'm just kind of like learning well, you're doing really well. There. Thank for, you. For that short period of time. No, brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. And then what, keyboards? and? I mean, I've, d I've done a few bits here and there. Like I could definitely learn something on the key on the keyboard and then be able to play it. Like yeah. I, I play, I've always remembered how to play like The Power of Love. Um, but then other than that, like I'm one of these people that theory just doesn't seem to go in for me. I have to learn it and then remember it. Yeah, now and listen, then, hang on a minute. When you say the power of love, which version, which power of love? So it's is the, it? the Gabrielle Aplin version. Right, okay. Yeah, I know there's, there's a so many. Whole, yeah, there's so many versions. There's so there? many. There's <laughs> Huey Lewis and the News. There's yeah. Jennifer, you know, I, Jennifer Rush version of it that mm -hmm. was at number one for Donkey's Weeks going back a long time. So many songs called The Power yeah. of Love. Yeah. Someone needs to write something called The Love of Power. Yeah, I maybe. Mean, <laughs> maybe I need to do that. Twist it, you know. 
have it yeah. have it round the other way so that you know when you look at it in the mirror it looks like the right song so that's lots of like, lots of different but if you're so when you go to write what where do you start then if you're like tinkering and lots of different things um so i'm always working with producers so i definitely i'll always be working with someone that's you know good on like instruments or so you use your voice mainly yeah so i usually find melody first a lot of the time nowadays so as soon as like there's a bit of you know music down i'll then just start singing melodies not even words it just is literally like you know like the sims have you ever ever played the sims yeah and they just kind of like it's like simlish and you just kind of sing melodies with like loads of random words and then what happens then is i'll you know i'll sing that into the mic and then we'll listen back and then chop and kind of change things how we want it and then we'll lyric everything after so it's a bit of a weird way does that include the words sometimes do you chop the words sometimes and and leave leave words in different orders sometimes there is words that will stick out and or it sounds like i'm saying a word and usually if it sounds like it then it feels right um so then we'll just kind of yeah yeah well it's a it's a it's a strange thing isn't it for singers Mm -hmm. as well sometimes a particular word just has a lovely kind of uh, ambience to it or a lovely kind of glutturalness to it that you just think oh that it's actually can't yeah. be any other word now yeah and then you think but I've just sung about a pigeon so I you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean it's like how am I how am I gonna turn that back around the other mm-hmm. way you know I wrote a song about the yellow pages once you, oh, really? you're probably too young to remember what the yellow pages was no but... I remember what the yellow pages was right I, okay yeah I remember that for anyone out there that is too young, it was this massive great book that they used to leave on your mum um, and dad's doorstep, which had everybody's telephone number for plumbers, you know, uh, carpenters, whatever, out there. And it was about this thick. Yeah, it was, it was so thick. Ridiculously thick. And, yeah. you know, it took forever to look it up. But, yeah, I just uh, I, I, I just had this thing in my head about, you know, searching through the yellow pages for um you know this thing and then that thing and then wouldn't it be a great idea if you could find the person you loved through yeah that's very cool i like that concept yeah Yeah. i like it it didn't ever happen um (laughs) you didn't write the song you didn't write the song i did no i know i wrote the song but i'm saying finding the person that you love yeah it didn't happen but that didn't happen (laughs) yeah but you know it was it could have it could have so and that's the thing about songwriting that you 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 sometimes you kind of put yourself into a, a kind of half state half imaginary world yeah. half real world do you find yourself mm-hmm. doing that all the time you yeah definitely I think I think it really helps with like you know because sometimes there's not always that much going on in your life and you just that's fine you know it's great to not have drama like that's a good thing yeah. um so um I think it is good to also be a bit more like imaginative as well I, I think there's truth in every song but then, you know, it's how it's you kind of It's an exaggeration of the truth yeah, as well. Yeah, it's an exaggeration, definitely. Yeah, no, completely. I, but talking about truths and, and everyday life and things like that, normally, actually, when we interview musicians, they've got guitars on the wall behind them. But today, you've got an ironing board. I know. Oh, I was a bit embarrassed. I mean, I was like, oh, uh, it's just going to stay there. You know, I'm not going to hide it. It's no, there. no, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> fine. But what it, what it brings to mind is, and, and you and I might have to agree the date to do this, but sometimes at the weekend, because I do all of the ironing in the house, one yeah. of the things that I quite often put on my Twitter 
and my Instagram at the weekend is me doing the ironing to a song. So we could pick one of your songs one weekend ah. and and I could do the ironing to it and perhaps we could get you into that reel as well. That would be that great. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Well just think I you know if you're gonna do ironing it's boring task. It is isn't very it? boring. But well it's some time. But it's it's not boring if you sing along at the same time. True. Have a little True. dance. Like yeah. most things in life, music ha- helps it go along a little bit quicker. It definitely does. So You've done made a veil now, which which is fantastic. What's what's the next ambition? What's the next thing on the road that's like I've got to tick that one off next? I just really want to be able to do some festivals next year. Um, like Glastonbury is definitely on the list. I just hope one day we yes. can do that. It's only it's only just down the road. It's yeah, it's next week as well, isn't it? Yeah, I might I might actually just walk past and take a photo and pretend I'm there um, because. <laughs> may as well because <laughs> i don't have time to actually go because i'm working but uh yeah. but yeah no it's great glastonbury so glastonbury festival maybe some other festivals yeah i'd really want to do some festivals um yeah we've what, done a few but yeah i'd love to do some more what is it about festivals for you i mean you a festival goer have you been to many festivals yourself? i haven't really been to that many festivals because oh, i'm haven't? always i'm i'm kind of in the mentality of like i want to go and i play it I want to go and I play it. I want right. to go and I play it. Like, so I'm kind of like holding off, but I feel like I'm definitely going to be one of these people. Like, when it gets to like 50, I'm going to be like, right, okay, I'm not, I might never play it. I might just have to go. I might just have to do it. <laughs> so, That's not going to happen. You are definitely going to play festivals, right? I hope so. That, that, yeah, you've been on here now. I mean, we're going to make it happen. You're, you're going to play festivals. What is it about playing live that you love so much? It's definitely my favorite aspect of being an artist. I think there's really something special about being able to see an audience like engage with the things that you've made. Like it's just, I feel like it all becomes very much more real. Like, you know, it's it's great getting to write these things and, you know, write and collaborate. And they're kind of like a thing that you've made. But then when you show that to the, to like a new audience or to people that have heard it, and there's just something magic with being able to do that. Yeah. Do you try and hold the audience in the palm of your hand while you're playing? I mean, it's a bit of a weird that, isn't it? But yeah, I think it is you you do want to try and like bring everyone in and like make everyone feel involved in the art that you've created. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. I, 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 I'm quite critical of front people. I don't know what you're like when you watch a band, but I am quite critical of front people because being having been a front person myself you know partly you feel like you're there to sing the song and you know inhabit the song etc but you mm-hmm. all are also there to entertain people mm-hmm. and you're there to kind of connect the, the audience and some sometimes i feel like you know you go and see someone and they're like just getting on with it and you just yeah. think oh, you know i went to see a, a, a band uh, this weekend who you know uh, which is Lowe's because you supported them yes the they're very good and you've, they're quite dynamic on stage aren't they I mean yeah very yeah, yeah it's I just think you've got you've got a few minutes to kind of create that relationship with the audience and try and pull them in yeah you know? they're really good and they're so friendly as well really really lovely people I know I can I can absolutely tell you that that's the truth um yeah lovely people so it was a shame you, you weren't there as well but you did that you played the night before 
So yeah, I did the Manchester gig. Did you go to the Bristol show? I was at Bristol, yeah. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Nice. So when when are you playing Bristol? That's the next question. So that we. Oh, can I really, I really do want to play Bristol. I was meant to be playing Bristol. I think it was, was it, twenty twenty? You know when all the years just kind of merge into one. I feel like it was twenty twenty one. It was meant to have been, and then the tour got cancelled. It wasn't my tour. I was basically supporting, um, and then yeah, it, it got cancelled, which was a shame. But hopefully one day I can play Bristol. If you're a promoter and you're watching this and you're within <laughs> the Bristol area, that Darla would love to come and play Bristol. Okay. I would love so, to do that. Yeah, just if we could make that happen, that would be lovely. That'd I'd be... be very happy as well. <laughs> um, I've got a T-shirt on today from a, 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 a Bristolian uh, artist called Pen Friends. So, oh, nice. Uh, there you go. Maybe you could become Pen Friends' friend, and then maybe you could, you know, find Support. a place. Yeah, find a place to play in Bristol. That would be that would be a lovely thing. That'd be good. So playing festivals is definitely on the cards for, for mm -hmm. 2024. What music-wise so. and releasing music-wise, how's that going to look for you, 2024? Um, so in 2024, I'm not an entirely... So I write a lot of music um, to the point that I've kind of got to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to stop writing as much as I am because there's quite a lot of songs that I really like that I want to release. Um, so at the moment, we're just releasing singles because I've released two EPs now. And that's like independently, which EPs, I think EPs and albums, are, they're, they're very difficult to do independently because there's so much money that needs to go wow. behind them. Yeah. Um. So I've done two EPs now independently. So I'm like at a point where I'm like, I just want to do some singles for a little bit. And I feel like when you release singles, you can also be a bit more free with how you want to release things. And also you don't have to stress about things sounding overly too coherent so mm. yeah you, it kind of gives you a bit more freedom to be like okay I'm gonna go a little bit this way now but then you can still go a little bit this way so there's so many different avenues you can take things when you're doing singles so yeah as long as I catch you <laughs> singles and maybe merch to go with yeah. the singles as well and I, I'm thinking for you in particular because you're quite fond of your shades aren't you i mean maybe maybe you could have some dollar jade shades dollar jade shades that sounds good doesn't it dollar jade yeah. shades you know yeah in fact that whole thing just sounds right you know they some could purple be, uh, ones some uh, yes yeah absolutely a friend of mine once we went we went to a festival and he stopped off on the way and he actually bought a whole load of cheap shades and then just scribbled Sold on the them. side with yeah scribbled on the side <laughs> with a That's marker good. yeah and then you know we, we handed them out to so many people and they kind of became cool and then people wanted to buy them it's That's just cool. a, yeah maybe once you could... one buys or like once you've got like a few people there that want to wear them you know exactly. they just take one, after themselves. You, that's it you start kind of a little trend and everyone's like oh, that's cool yeah that's cool I want, I want one of those pair of shades with, with the little bird on the side or whatever it is yeah there you go yeah. who knows I think uh, I think your music's fabulous. I think Thank what you're you. doing is brilliant, and I, you know, I wish you all the the best for the future with it. If you could collaborate with somebody, who would that be? So I love a band called Paris. It's spelled P V R. -S. I know them. I love Paris so much. Um, so yeah, if that could happen, that would be great. What is it about? Not that for anyone that's uh, just called the conversation not the uh, city but what is it about the band paris i just i just think they're so good like their songs their writing it's just amazing i mean lynn gunn is just a force to be reckoned with isn't it? Like, they're so good yeah 
it's kind of it's kind of music that kind of takes you away somewhere as well Mm -hmm. and every song I find as well what sometimes is frustrating as a listener is when artists have too many songs that sound the same whereas Paris I feel like they have so many different types of music but you know it's Paris and I think that is something that's very that's yeah something that's amazing to have to be able to do that it doesn't get boring no that's brilliant well there you go uh, we will tag Paris in as well. Sounds good. <laughs> so so we're, what we're looking for for the for next year is for anyone that uh, hasn't checked out Darla Jade's music, by the way, go and do it now. Uh, you'd be ridiculous not to because it's fantastic. Thank but you. but also uh, we are tagging. We're going to tag everyone in, and this is the so we can look back in the year's time and see where we've got to. Uh, Darla Jade's dream for, for 2024 or this time next year will be that she's on the list at various festivals. She will have released some wonderful singles, um, some accompanied by, uh, you, you can buy the bundle where you can get the glasses with it as well, which will be, you know, ready for the summer festivals. You see people yeah, amazing. Yeah. will wear give them out for the festivals and she will be supporting Paris as well. And this, they, all of these things will come true because we've just manifested it mm-hmm. here uh, live on air. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, if I say it's going to happen, then it has to happen. There we go. Thanks, Darla, for coming in. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Well, absolutely. And for me as well. So in all seriousness, folks, if you haven't checked out Darla's music yet, go and do it now. Uh, spend a lot of money, uh, you know, download uh, all of her music and and. Play it on if you're on one of those dots in the corner of the room that you shout at and it doesn't understand you. Uh, you know, Darla, at least Darla's got quite an easy name. All right. So, you know, you, you want to pick artists with easy names. There's there's an easy one. Darla Jade, your, your little black dot should understand you. Just put it on repeat. You know, just just or add it to your playlist as well. Everyone loves to be added to a playlist. Summer playlist 2023, Darla Jade. There you go. Can't go Thank wrong with you. that. Um Thank you. Um, Thank I'm you. glad you had a great session at Maida Vale. And Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. Until next time, folks, this has been Darla Jade with my music. We'll be back tomorrow when Nicky will be on to talk to us about his music. Until then, bye for now. Bye.